Hi, I'm Dr. Wajita Small, Purpose Alignment Coach and host of Leading with Purpose, a podcast for career and entrepreneur women of color on the rise into positions of leadership and influence in their organizations and industries. I'm a devoted wife, daughter, sister, friend, and mentor. I'm a leadership scholar by education, a human resources executive by profession, entrepreneur by choice, and an author by calling. I love life and I love living and working in my purpose, which is to be a resource and advocate for the often unheard, overlooked, and underestimated. I'm excited to share my knowledge with you and hope to provide you with the tools to turn your purpose into practice and your practice into success. Welcome and thank you for joining me. I want to start off today by reading you a paragraph from my forthcoming book, Our Leadership Journey, Shared Stories, Lessons, and Advice for Women of Color, which will be out this fall. How exciting is that? So here we go. Being authentic in spaces that want us to conform to a certain set of standards or expectations can be challenging. Nevertheless, authenticity in the face of adversity is important. Having a personal sense of self and connecting with how you express yourself on the outside allows for a sense of peace. When it comes to leadership, authenticity is especially critical. For us, this means being able to align our racial and gender identities with the positions we hold. We can do this by finding roles that allow us to draw on our multiple identities to help ourselves and others achieve success. Okay, so I want to break this down. And I want to start by providing you with the definition of authenticity. I particularly like the one provided by Harder, who states, the term authenticity, as used here, refers to owning one's personal experiences, be they thoughts, emotions, needs, wants, preferences, or beliefs, processes captured by the injunction of no oneself, and further implies that one acts in accord with the true self, expressing oneself in ways that are consistent with inner thoughts and feelings. I know it's a bit wordy, but a solid definition. Authenticity is about knowing who you are and acting in a way that is in accordance with that truth every single day. Y'all, that can be extremely hard When you have people coming at you from every angle telling you that you need to be different, how can you be true to who you are when people tell you that who you are doesn't belong? This is a challenge we face every day. It doesn't matter what role we have, what rank we hold within an organization, how rich we are, what kind of business we have. There will always be someone telling us that we need to change. I am here to tell you not to do that. You do not have to change who you are in order to be successful at what you set out to do. And if if you at any point in time decide you need to change who you are, or you decide to pretend to be someone you are not, I can guarantee you will not be happy with yourself. 
not only will it negatively impact the work that you do, but it will also negatively impact the people that you are trying to lead. I can't tell you how many times throughout my early career that I told myself that I wish I could be different, that I could act the way that people thought that I should. Perhaps if I did, I wouldn't have such a hard time being accepted. Yes, accepted. And that was a mistake. I can tell you now, it is never about being accepted. It is about being respected. While I was not always accepted in groups within my organizations, I was always respected. I was respected for my honesty, for my candor, how I treated other people with respect, regardless of their role and how I carried myself. Some may say that being accepted is important. If you're not accepted, how can you grow? I say, if there is a space that does not welcome you, free from judgment or assumption about who you are supposed to be, then that space is not meant for you. That space does not deserve your time, energy, or resources. So how do you maintain authenticity when everything says you should change? I want to share with you five ways. First, you need to know yourself. In the last episode, we talked about doing a mental sweep, S-C-W-E-E-P, having an awareness of your self-concept, self-worth, self-efficacy, self-esteem, and self-perception. I cannot stress how important this is. High levels in each of these will dictate how you show up every day and your ability to handle the stress of people imposing their beliefs on you. Second, identify what your personal values are. What do you believe to be right and true? What do you stand for and fight against? Identify whether or not what is being asked of you is in opposition of your personal values and how you feel about it. How, how would you feel if you went against your natural inclinations? This will be a gut check for you. If you are being asked to do something that is not aligned with your personal values, it will literally make you feel different. Third, engage in frequent self-reflection. I would honestly recommend that you do this every day. As leaders, this is a part of our growth process. Self-reflection is our internal checks and balances. We should always be the first one to check ourselves before anyone else does. Self-reflection allows you to assess your behavior and determine if you're acting in accordance with your values. Fourth, always be honest in your words and actions. Speak the truth regardless of how you believe others will react. Of course, always use tact when you tell people about themselves because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. The truth will be palatable to those who don't like to hear it if it is delivered 
in a consumable way. Fifth, and finally, release all of the fear you have about who you are, what you stand for, and all the expectations that you have of yourself and others. I know it's easier said than done. We will go, we will go deep into fear in future episodes, but I need to tell you now, when you stop being afraid is when you can achieve greatness, when you can lead effectively and cultivate other authentic leaders. Now, with all of that being said, I want to segue into authenticity and leadership and talk about what that means and why that matters. As a scholar, I always make sure that any of the claims I make are routed in research and backed by real life experience. So from a research perspective, I am a follower of authentic leadership as defined by Wolumba et al., who defines it as a pattern of behavior that draws upon and promotes both positive psychological capabilities, sorry, capacities, and positive ethical climate to foster greater self-awareness and internalized moral perspective, balanced processing of information and relational transparency on the part of the leader working with followers, fostering positive self-development. Okay, so what does that mean in layman's terms? Let's break down the four components. First, an authentic leader has to have high levels of self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to demonstrate your understanding of how you have come to understand and experience the world and how those experiences have impacted you over time. It's also about demonstrating your understanding of your strengths and weaknesses and all of the aspects of yourself. Remember, sweet. And being cognizant of that comes through to others and the impact it has on them. Second is internalized moral perspective. What that means is the ability to self-regulate through the guidance of your internal moral standards and values versus the standards and values of others. Others being society, your organization, your industry. It's also your ability to make decisions based on and behave in a way that is consistent with your moral values. Third is balanced processing of information. This refers to being able to objectively analyze relevant relevant information before coming to a decision. In other words, thinking before you speak, listening to understand, not to respond, and staying out of your feelings, at least in the moment, so that you can make sound, rational decisions and not emotional ones. It's about being open to soliciting views that challenge your own. Fourth, and finally, relational transparency. I think this is the most important one and often the most visible. 
Relational transparency is presenting your authentic self to others, practicing what you preach, saying what you mean, etc. You get the point. It's also being able to do so in a professional, diplomatic, and respectful way. This last part may be the most difficult because when people get out of pocket, our first instinct is to check them and check them hard and fast so they know not to come out of pocket again. So I ask you, what do we lose when we show up just the way we are? When we frame statements in a negative, we will look for negative answers. So I would venture to reframe this question and say, what do we gain when we show up just the way that we are? Ask yourself, what do I gain from being my authentic self? What do I gain from showing up every day, being present and not compromising my moral values and for the sake of someone else? For each of us, the answer will be different. But at the end of the day, we don't lose anything for being honest with and about ourselves, to ourselves, and to others. And if you feel like you have lost something, then it wasn't meant for you in the first place. So I will leave us there. I sincerely hope that you found this episode valuable, that you found my message valuable, that you will continue to be your (laughs) authentic self. Don't try and be anyone else. There is no one like you. I don't wanna sound cliche and say that you're special, that you're unique, but you are. Don't let anyone tell you that you should not be yourself. Don't let anyone tell you that you should not be authentic. Don't ever tell yourself that you should change. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. It has been great sharing this space with you. I hope that you have taken what you've needed so you can share what you've learned and that you are on your way to living, being, and working in and on purpose. I encourage you to stay connected with me. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And don't forget to visit my website, www.wajitasmall.com, where you can subscribe to my blog, register for one of my signature courses, inquire about individual coaching, or purchase one of my books. Till next time.